Shalom Chavirim. I know it's three minutes after eight. Um, I got everything set up. It also takes a few minutes before people start start listening. Our topic this evening is Pride and Prejudice. And some of you may be familiar with the title because it's the title of a novel, a very famous novel. And I, I think given things going on in our own lives and things going on in the universe, that Pride and Prejudice is a, a topic worth pursuing or talking about. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Somebody just said they just, thank you for reading, reading the book because then you understand that both pride and prejudice are neither good nor bad. It's how we use them, how we apply them, or how they actually control us that determines good or bad. Keep in mind that until we put things in a context of some kind, it's really difficult to judge if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Truly. And too often, we have a knee-jerk reaction. And there is a, a famous story, and there are different versions, and I'm going to tell you a version. And you've heard other versions of this same story, and you can change it or apply it as you see fit. It takes place in the American Southwest, and there was a rancher, and he raised horses, and he was very successful. He did very well, and because he was wealthy and successful, people paid attention to his advice and listened to him, and um, that's, that's just human nature, isn't it, that someone has a successful business or is popular on television we, we have a tendency to look up to them and expect them to give us some good advice. Okay, so he has his horses, he's raising them, beautiful stallions, doing very well. And then a stallion, some horses come and break into the pens, break the fences down, and he loses his entire herd of horses. So the people of the town and his friends say to him, this is a terrible thing. This is awful. You've now lost your herd. You've lost your horses. And the rancher shrugged his shoulders and he said, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And of course, what you're thinking is what the people in the town said. That's ridiculous. It's a bad thing. You just lost all your horses. Well, the next spring, the horse, some of the horses, the foals return, knowing it's their home. And they've made it with some beautiful wild stallions. So the next season, he has even better horses than he had before. He makes even more money. And the people in the town say, this is great, this is a good thing. And he shrugged his shoulders and says, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. And so his sons work on the farm. And one of his sons is, is working with the wild horses and he gets thrown and he ends up as a paraplegic in a wheelchair. And the people, his friends and relatives and the people say, wow, that's terrible. Your son, this is awful. 
And he shrugs his shoulders and says, well, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing. And people go, what do you mean, it's, a, it's obviously a bad thing. Well, the war in Vietnam comes. All the young men in the town are uh, drafted. So are his other sons. But the one son who's in the wheelchair, he can't be drafted. He still has one son. And the others are, one is killed, another is in a VA hospital for the rest of his life. And so the people of the town go, wow, that's really a bad thing. He shrugs his shoulders again. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I can continue this story indefinitely because that's how the story is set up. We never know if it's a good thing or a bad thing until we can look back with the retroscope, look backward and say, this is a good thing, this is a bad thing. Too often, we judge things quickly on face value. We don't wait to see how they're played out. Maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's neither. Judgment. Pre-before judgment. Pre-judgment. Now, is prejudice a good thing or a bad thing? Just like my story. We have to put it in a context. We, we, all of us as human beings, regardless of where we are in the universe, we wouldn't be able to live or survive without prejudice, without making some pre-judgments. We see traffic, we see cars, we see a horse, we see a donkey. We, we know that if there are holes in the road, we want to go around them. And so there are times when pre-judging is to save our lives is the best thing. And prejudging is wrong when it's based on, not on evidence, when it's based on hearsay, when it's based on something I saw on social media, when it's based on something my mother said, grandmother said, when it's something I read about. All this group is bad, all this group is good, this group is greedy, this group is selfish. That prejudice isn't going to get us through the day. Again, we want to put it in a context. So we don't want to start off but with the statement, all prejudice is bad, all prejudice is good. It's neither. You have to tell me the situation. What's going on? When I learned to drive 100 years ago, I was taught that a stop sign is not a brick wall. And if someone is coming from your right, four-way stop, they appear to be barging, going fast, that's a prejudgment. I'm not going to go even though I have the right of way. That's prejudice. That's a prejudgment. And it's a good thing. It's not about the color of the car or the driver. It's about the behavior I'm watching. I'm going to prejudge some things. Okay? So... Prejudice is not created equal. So we have to look inside ourselves. And that's really tough to do. Am I making judgments that are based on incorrect evidence? Am I basing my judgments on irrelevant attributes? Ah, irrelevant attributes. So, 
Um, you live on the a top floor of a high rise, ten stories up. Someone has used a tower truck. They put the ladder up. It's irrelevant whether the person coming to rescue you is gay, black, trans, Italian, Puerto Rican, Jewish, Muslim, irrelevant attributes. What's relevant is, can they carry me down the ladder? And we have to keep that in mind. We have to start thinking of irrelevant attributes because that's what leads to prejudice. We attach things to people or individuals based on qualities that have nothing to do with the person, the situation, the job. Irrelevant attributes. I just want someone to be able to carry me down the ladder. Doesn't matter. Mm -mm. Now, there are other times when the attributes aren't irrelevant. Okay. But prejudice comes from us making judgments based on irrelevant attributes. Pride is important. We want to take pride in our country, in our baseball team in our soccer team, in our lacrosse team. We want to take pride in our country. Okay. The Greeks had a wonderful word. It's called hubris. It means excessive human pride. And if you're a fan of Greek literature, Greek mythology, almost every story in Greek mythology and Greek teaching is about hubris. What happens to someone with excessive pride? Not being pride, not having pride, but excessive pride. Led to their downfall, possibly the destruction of their country, and the destruction of a lot of innocent people around them. We want to, again, do a personal inventory, take a look at ourselves, Is our pride excessive? Is it harmful? Is it based on irrelevant attributes? Do I think, does my pride come from my thinking I'm better than you are when we're all equal as human beings? Or do I take pride in my appearance, in the way my country behaves? Mm -hmm. We want to watch out for the dangers of hubris, excessive human pride. And like prejudice, We want to be careful not to make prejudgments that harm ourselves and other people, not based on reality, based on things that we think. Remember, an opinion is an opinion, not a fact. You certainly can have your opinion of me as a rabbi. You can have your opinion of me as a Jew. You can have an opinion of me as a graduate of Boston College. You can have an opinion. Now... If you want to learn fact, then ask me some questions. Do some research. Google me online. There's a difference between facts and opinion. And what I see happening both here on TikTok, and I see it in the news, I hear it everywhere, people mistakenly think that their opinions are facts. And that's leading to a lot of... We can't have any discussions. How can I talk to you? How can we have a discussion about something when you're operating under the, the view or the idea that your opinion is fact. I'm not taking away your opinion. You can have it. But let's lay out the facts. 
Let's see what the basis of your opinion is. Now, here we come to hubris. I'm right and you're wrong. And I've said this to you before. There are only two ways to do things, my way and the wrong way. That's it. I, I'm saying, I'm telling you. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't like it when I do that, but you want to do that for you. Why don't you like it when I say that? Because we both recognize that it's not quite so simple. We have to put it in a context. Each of us in our lives. And I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again. I believe in two countries, just like I believe the United States, Mexico, and Canada. Mexico and Canada recognize the right of Israel to exist. So we have trade, we have agreements. I think we should have a Palestine where the people of Palestine recognize Israel's right to exist. And they stop this nonsense from the river to the sea, which means killing all Israelis, killing Jews. That's not how you have a country. No. Egypt and Israel have an agreement because both recognize the right of the other to exist. They wouldn't have a, an agreement if it didn't. And other, country, other Arab countries agree. That's, that's how it works. Respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And to base your philosophy on deporting every black person in the United States and saying we should send them all back to Africa. I just heard this recently. What kind of nonsense is that? These are American citizens. They're American citizens. What's this nonsense? Send them back to Africa. And again, what does that lead to? Discord, destruction. It's not helpful. Not helpful at all. Now, if we want to look at history, what is present-day Jordan is Palestine, not present-day Israel. And again, we're going back to opinion versus fact. Take a look at the Sykes-Picot Agreement. Take a look at the United Nations partition plans. Those are facts. They were laid out. When Israel became a country, it was under the auspices of the United Nations. Jordan was to be Palestine. It's even called Trans-Jordan. It's now called the Territories. And extends into the rest of Jordan. However, if people believe their opinion is fact, we can't have a discussion. We're going to... We will only have a country of Palestine if individuals recognize the right of Israel to exist and Israel recognizes the need for a country. We can do that. But it's not happening right now. And I'm not negotiating. I'm not in charge. So we're going to put that aside for now. And we're going to focus on pride and prejudice in our own lives, where we work, with our family, with our siblings, And we can come up with a lot of reasons why Israel became a country and why the United Nations voted the way it did. That's great history, and I'm more than willing to do classes on it. However, let's look at real politics, what's going on right now, and how can we negotiate some things? 
how can we have a peace in the family? You know, December is a holiday month. A lot of holidays are coming up. We're going to be spending a lot of time with our own family. We're going to be spending time at parties. We're going to be meeting people that have different opinions, different ideas. Why don't we listen? It's really difficult when someone beats me over the head with a pig's bladder as if their opinion is the truth and I'm stupid and wrong. It's really hard to have a, a give and take. Give and take involves I listen to you, you listen to me, and then let's take a look and you can say to me, oh, Rabbi Block, you're basing that on an opinion that's not truth. Okay, let's have a discussion. I'm open. I'll talk. I'll meet with you. I have a Zoom room. I've told you that before. Any of you that would like to meet in my Zoom room, send me an email. RabbiBlock at Hotmail.com. I'll send you the link to my Zoom room. Really, I'm serious. I'm retired. I have a lot of free time. And it would give me great pleasure to, to listen, to talk, and to be challenged. Let's, let's do that. And then, of course, we always bring up, oh, it's false information. What's false information? What is that nonsense? Let's, I, I need to know something before being accused of spreading false information. What is it that isn't true? And again, opinions. Someone else just posted that they'd like to join me live. I would love, I want you to join me live. Whoever posted that, I want you. Send me an email. We'll meet my Zoom and we'll discuss how we're going to handle next Wednesday night. Please, I want you to join me live next Wednesday night. Right after we discuss how we're going to, what, what we're going to present and not present and et cetera, et cetera. So we can work together. We don't know each other. You don't know me. I don't know you. And make up stuff. Of course. Of course. That's why I want to have a discussion. Tell me what I'm making up. Tell me the Sykes-Pico agreement never happened. You never heard of it. Tell me it never happened. Look, Google Mark Sykes, Andre Pico. No, it's not Andre Pico. What was Pico's first name as a Frenchman? Rene Pico? I don't remember his first name. Sykes Pico. And then look at the UN partition plan for Palestine and Judea. Then we'll come back. We can talk about those documents and what they envisioned and how we can reinstitute some of those ideas. They were really good ideas. Not making anything up. But if you think I am, meet me and show me how I'm making it up. I'll be glad to do that. We have to be careful of both pride and prejudice. Pride in our appearance. Pride in our country. Pride in our religion. Now, is our pride hubris, excessive? Is it leading to destruction? Is it causing us to take action that are hurtful to ourselves and our country? I'm a Hebrew. Someone wanted to know if I'm an Israeli. 
I'm not an Israeli. I'm a Hebrew. Hmm? I'm a Hebrew. You're right. Sykes-Picot is a Western document. And that's going to help us understand the what happened to the Turkish Empire, to the Ottoman Empire, and how we ended up in the mess we're in. Exactly my point. Exactly. So now we have to go back and say, this was the blueprint for the mess we're in. Now, how can we correct it? How can we change it? Now that we know how we got into this mess, we can take some steps to start looking at uh, the Armenians. There should be a country of Armenia. Hmm. Yes. Uh, the Sikhs, there should be a country. There's lots of places in our planet that Western thought, that Eastern thought, that people have divided up land that should belong to specific people. There's a lesson in that. So let's take it and learn. There should be a country of Basque, along with Armenia, along with Sikh. Mm-hmm. So who's ever thinking of Western and capitalism and imperialism, you're absolutely right, it imposed things. And one of our problems in the Middle East is the West imposed boundaries that didn't exist. There should be different countries. Jordan is a construct. Lebanon is a construct. However, they exist today. So we're not going to wipe them off the map. We're not going to kill all the people. But it's important to understand how it came about so we can now undo this and give land and countries back to the people who belong on the land, who were on the land. Mm -hmm. However, we can't do that when people think opinion is fact. When a people want to uh, kill or push everyone into the sea and what we're seeing here is anti-Islam, anti-Muslim is growing at the rate of anti-Semitism. This isn't good. People on both sides are looking at the other side as bad or wrong. And you tell me, three young men, Muslims, shot for no other reason than they were in kafirs. And someone saw that they were Muslim. This isn't going anywhere. I really wish I could... Yeah, there were genes called Hebrews, by the way. I went to... The... I had my genes tested. I'm a Hebrew. So, there you go again. Your opinion is in fact. I'm a Hebrew. Take your complaint to the National Geographic Society, if you like. Mm-hmm. Complain to them, not to me. Okay? It's really not me. My Siri is talking to me, wants me to look something up. I don't know if you could pick that up on the microphone or not, but I could. So where was I before I so rudely interrupted myself? Someone tell me where I just was so I can pick it up again. We want to 
take a look at opinion. Yeah, I grew up in Boston. Irish, Italian, Italian Catholic, Irish Catholic. And there was pride in the neighborhoods. There was pride in the restaurants. We had friends. And there were problems. But it was based on normal, everyday gangsters. Nobody had a monopoly. And I was really surprised when I left Boston and discovered there were people who hated Catholics. In fact, I was shocked when I ran into people that considered Catholics not to be Christian. I, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. Talk about a prejudice that's irrational and not based on reality. And then, of course, there were people that hated the Irish. And the Irish are this, and they're drunkards, and all kinds of stuff. And the Italians are gangsters. They were Jewish gangsters. Meyer Lansky, one of our most, one of our best gangsters that ever lived. There were horse wrestlers that were Jewish. There were cowboys that were black. There were soldiers that were loyal to America of everything. What I would present to you is that if we look at any of this, it didn't have a good outcome. It didn't have a good outcome. Would it lead? What's your goal? Is it peace? Is it serenity? I take pride in the United States of America. I take pride in our values. I'm not proud of what's going on in the western, in the border around Texas and Arizona. I'm not proud of that. I'm not. But I still take pride in America. And I think with a change of our government, with a, a new president, new Congress, new House, we'll see some changes. However, I don't believe we should kill all Mexicans. I don't think we should kill all Hispanics. I don't believe that, that, that that's ridiculous. But I hear people say that. That take pride in America. Let's get rid of the foreigners. We're all foreigners. We, if we go, want to go back to our indigenous population, we all came here. I'm only second-generation American. Oh, this is what I want to leave every with, everyone with tonight. Hubris, excessive human pride, doesn't have a good outcome. Prejudice, that's based on opinion, thinking opinion is truth, that prejudice won't protect us. It's not prejudicum. It's not going to save us. And we can have a Palestine and Israel, each respecting the other one, but neither wanting, claiming in their own policies and claiming on television, we're going to kill everyone and push them into the Mediterranean Sea. It's not going to lead, in, it's not going to, lead to the goal. That's my only point. What's the goal? Mm -hmm. And what's your goal personally? We live in a, a world of many different people. And it's not going to be good for anyone if we start hating and discriminating against Sikhs, against Muslims, against Armenians, against Basques. I think the list goes on and on. It's not good. Won't have a good outcome. So that's what. And now that we're coming into the holiday season, I hope all of us will turn to our neighbors and recognize people. And there are Good, bad, and ugly, among all, nobody has a monopoly on anything. 
Well, thank you for listening. Oh, thank you for watching tonight.